You are listening to the Two and a Half Weebs podcast, a show where two veteran anime fans drag a newbie down the rabbit hole of waifus, isekai, and fan service, as well as the happenings in the gaming world. Enjoy. I'm gonna be the Wizard King! Oh god. Yeah, and um, that's the annoyance we've all dealt with. Uh, hello, Two and a Half Weebs this week again. Uh, we are covering Black Clover, which was a time. Oh. oh, it was a show. It was a time. How have you guys been this week, though? Good. Uh, um, busy. I was unconscious for the majority of yesterday, so that's the thing. Oh, did yeah. you um, just sleep I in? I have been sick. Um, no, I got up late for me, so like 9 o'clock, was up for a couple of hours, and then slept for another six hours after that. Yeah. Um is abnormal for me to say the least <clears throat> i have not been um, sleeping great and i've been working a ton so yeah it happens sometimes yeah, it's I'll like that i've uh, also been doing the not sleeping great <laughs> it's it's a time <laughs> it's not a good time but it's a time it, it is a time it's uh it's what we do living our lives, waking up in the morning and then going back to sleep. Mm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. But I had, um, oh, now I had a bunch of stuff launched this week, which is cool. Fun. Mm. Yes. Yeah. What stuff did I mean, you do? Well, Fish's store went up, so there's stuff up there for Fish. Mm-hmm. Yay, it did. Finally. <laughs> um, and then the Rare Drop stuff launched so that stuff is finally up and that's like a whole seasonal catalog of merchandise which is cool nice um also featuring one of my favorite things i've made which is bromance clown hoodie oh no (laughs) you know those those shirts and stuff comfy um that was it a heligro or whatever it's called um it's that with his clown emotes that's hilarious I'm. <laughs> I've. I think I've seen it, and uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Just wonderful. I'm definitely not pulling up the shop right now to see. It. <laughs> oh, it's right up top. <sighs> oh, that'd be that'd be crazy. They've had. I haven't actually been on the website. So, oh my god. <laughs> okay. The best. The best part is is that Ben is modeling the hoodie for the website. It's pretty great. It's, uh... <laughs> I kind of love it. it I'd yeah, buy it. it. I'd wear it. It's, it's really good. I'm super happy with the way it came out. Remember, get paid when you poop. Love it. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> That's a good time. So, Dale, what have you been up to this week? Um, just trying to smart ESO. Busy. Uh, frustrations with having things delivered on time um, mm. and just kind of working. So, Ooh, work. That and just, you know, ESO stuff. Spend a time. End up taking a couple days off of stream. Yeah, uh, I took a couple days off too. Yeah. I feel like I just needed a break. Like everything's been so busy. Well, just- Monday. Sorry. <clears throat> 
Monday, I ended up just like having to wait after work to be, get a package, and it didn't oh, end up man. coming that day. So I was just oh, frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I just was like, I'm too pissed off to stream today. And then I basically just didn't feel like doing it on Thursday and just tired. So I like, I kept pushing myself to stream because I feel like I need to be doing something. But then I started like cutting back hours. Like, yeah, I, I just need to take a break right now. So on Friday, I didn't, on Friday, I streamed for three hours uh, because I was helping somebody record something. Yep. Uh, Thursday, I didn't stream at all. Yesterday, I didn't stream at all. I've just been reading lots and lots of Tower of God instead. So now I have all the spoilers. Also, I blame Paul and Cinda because they made me do this. <laughs> they they made me do it. I promise. But it's it's been a fun time. I imagine. What have you been up to? Oh wait, we already just went through everything. Yeah, we already went through me. Do <laughs> we have anything else we can? We are up? we are all clearly in the. Paul we're all doing great. We're all having great he's days. He's also been telling me that I need to, um, start mm -hmm. reading. I uh am very very far in Tower of God already. I think I'm about halfway through the entire show or uh, the entire webtoon. Yeah. Nice. At like two. 30. Very fun. Cool. It is a really good anime, so I'm not surprised if the, you know. It's, it's really well written. Uh, like, they keep introducing characters, and no character feels out of place. None of them feel like, oh, we're just shoehorning in a character for the sake of having one. Gotcha. And every time that they write a character out, it feels fitting as well. Yes. So... Because, I mean, cool. it's it's almost like there's death in this show or something. Oh, it's uh, like that would be a thing that occurs in this train uh, show. No, everybody like, lives forever. What do you mean? Um, I mean, everybody maybe if forever. they become the Wizard King, they can live forever. God yeah, damn. So, Goddamn Wizard King. So the show we actually <laughs> were covering is uh, Black, Black Clover. Clover. So we've oh, seen the first man. three. So I have synopsis I'll read through just to give us a highlight of the episodes. Um, uh-huh. So I'll go through those, and then Dale can tell us why he hates this. How do you know I hated <laughs> it? <laughs> All right, so this is a long-format show, um, just so anybody who hasn't heard of it. Uh, so I'm just going to run through the first three synopsis episodes, the ones we watched, and then we can discuss the show in general terms. Right. So, <clears throat> episode one, Asteroid, you know, uh, in... Hag, a priest, finds two babies abandoned outside his church. He takes them inside, discovers their names to be Yuno and Asta. Fifteen years later, Asta uh, proposes to Sister Lily, who constantly refuses him. Yuno and the other orphans criticize him and point out his lack of magic. I just want to point out that uh, the content of this show doesn't make me dislike the show. No, I want to point out that every yeah, single it's... word out of Asta's mouth is s violent screaming. Oh, as, I, as I said, we can discuss the show in, general, in, in terms after I run through okay, this. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to, I want to interrupt uh, him. Astra sh tries to show off his skills, but you know it shines with his magic. Uh, later at the Rimwar acceptance ceremony, a pair of nobles criticize the commoners there. Despite Astra not receiving a Rimwar, where Yuno retains a four-leaf clover one, Astra challenges Yuno to title of um, the Wizard King. <coughs> Yuno ignores him. 
After the ceremony, the two nobles ambush Juno outside the tower, but Juno overpowers them. Uh, all three are then ambushed by uh, Salak, a former magic knight, who plans to steal Juno's grimoire and sell it. Uh, Asha comes to Juno's rescue, but fails. Um, as Salak uh, breaks Asha's spirit, Juno calls Asha his rival. Motivated by his acknowledgement, Asha decides to keep fighting, which summons a grimoire from the tower. Uh, Salak notices that it has a five-leaf clover, and then a large sword appears from the grimoire. Asha grabs it, and the shadow of a devil appears behind him. That's pretty much your first episode. <coughs> episode two, The Boy's Promise. This one's a bit longer. Uh, the episode starts a flashback to ten years ago. Yuno is running through a trail and suddenly falls down. Asta asks him if he's okay and comes close to him so Yuno can grab his hand and get up. Uh, Asta calls Yuno a crybaby and then tells him it's okay uh, since he's got his back. Then Asta and Yuno keep running along the trail. Um, and uh, Asta comments that everyone is waiting for them up at the top. Um, this really long stops this. Uh, they have some kid things going on, like Astra being a, a brat and wanting to marry Lily. Um, Lily tells the story of the Wizard King came to exist um, because it used to be eternal darkness, and you know, someday a brave mage came to defeat the demon that used to lure, uh, basically live in the darkness. And that's how Dawn came to be. Um, the kids get into the story. Uh, Astra is appreciating the view of a statue of the Wizard King on the top of a giant skull outside of the church. Uh, Lily and Yuno are with them. Astra asks Lily if the Wizard King is an important person to which the sister agrees, and then adds that he's the most important person after the king. Um, he then makes up his mind and declares that he's going to become the Wizard King. You know, Lily seems very surprised by this. Um, and then he asks her again if he'll marry him, which she's, you know, shoots him down again. This is a recurring theme in the show, in case anybody's wondering. Who knew? Yeah, I know. Um, that's... Eh, there's a couple more things happen with like him being mocked and asking Lily to marry him again and stuff. Uh -huh. That's pretty much episode two. I mean, not a lot happens in episode two. Episode... Not a lot happens in episodes one through three. Episode yeah. two uh, was like when they decided to go back and give it's you a, little, a... It's a little bit of a backstory about them. Right. And um, yeah, it's not a ton episode. of backstory. It's just a tiny bit because it's only one episode and it kind of flows through time a bit. Yeah, episode, episode three... one just kind of like pointed out three times like, oh yeah, <coughs> Asta saved you know one time, but we don't know any of the context to it. And then it just gives you context in the next then, Yeah, then there's context, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, episode three, to the royal capital of the Clover Kingdom. Um... <clears throat> Uh, so we have a little flash of a city being attacked by a giant demon and the first magic, or sorry, the first wizard king defeating the, the demon. Uh, over the following generations, the Clover Kingdom is protected by the wizard king who commands the nine squads of magic knights and the duty, uh, their duty is basically to protect the kingdom. Um, so Asta finishes his thousand swings uh, with the sword he got from the grimoire, proceeds to drink uh, this leaf juice stuff. Yuna's also been training, chopping wood and shattering rocks. Um, to... This is also the episode where he defeats that Black Knight guy. That was like the first part of episode Yes, that three. happens at the very, very right. start. It's yeah. like... It's almost not worth mentioning because it's over that fast. Like, it's just... I mean, yeah, yeah but it, it's kind of, you know, it's it basically know. It's resolves not... what happened at the end of episode one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it does. Uh, it's just not in the synopsis here for some reason, probably because of the fact it's like episode starts, it's done. Yeah. Um, so basically, so Astro saves you know from the yeah, magic dude again. with his new magic yeah. sword. Um, so both of them are training to um, take the magic knight's entrance exam. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the next day, while Astro's training. Uh, Nash approaches him and says that the orphans are too weak and too poor to dream of becoming magic knights. Um, as he yells at him not to give up, declaring he'll prove anyone can do it. Um, they have a special dinner that night of various Tato dishes, um, which is also a running theme in the show, Tato's, which I think Dale's happy about. Um, then the Astra and, you know, depart. Um... And Lily remembers the first meeting the boys and the night Yuno brought back an injured Asta. Um, and then during the long journey to the capital, there's just a little bit of a training montage thing. Um, so not a ton happens in these first three episodes because, right. as I mentioned at the start, this is a long format show. Um, yeah. And because of that, it's spread out. Yeah, really. like... The, they they I, don't rush through things. I was told Asta gets good after episode nineteen. Ah, uh, so uh, how the fuck currently... do they expect people to watch nineteen of this shit? Well, really? Here's the oh thing. Here's the thing. So the show is currently on episode like one hundred and thirty-two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's the most popular show on Country Roll right now as well. Yeah, it's also extremely popular. Asta gets more interesting and less annoying. <sighs> As you go farther into the show, which is common for long format shows. Yeah. So, so if you've ever seen a One Piece or uh, Naruto, it's the same thing there. They're very, very annoying to begin with. And then they get less so as time goes on because the characters mature. It's something you can do in a long format show. Um, and mm. Asta is a extremely hyper exuberant personality. And he's a kid. So him being super loud and su- super abrasive is kind of realistic. It's just annoying as shit. Um, but he does get better as he starts to experience more of the world and get some life experience and stuff under mm-hmm. his belt. He starts to tone down the yelling and all that stuff. Like, it goes away. So um, it gets he gets more bearable as a character, but you do have to stick around for a little while first because again long format show so what would normally be done in maybe an episode and a half of a shorter show like a standard like 12 to 13 episode show is gonna take like you know 12 to 20 episodes here it's just like this so that's awful i hate that um it's it's the same. It's got the same problems that things like Dragon Ball do, where you're in these big fight scenes later on in in the series, and they'll take three to four episodes to go through, right? Because it's, you know, it, they've they've got time to go through things and stuff like that. And there's also a lot of characters, and they do move around and investigate every single character, that type of stuff. Yeah. So it's um, it's a thing. It's a long form anime. Yep. Yeah, it's got the problems of a normal that every pretty much every long form anime has. Um, there's not a single one out there that doesn't have these issues, especially when they first start. Um, so I can't say it's a 
it's a problem with this show, but it's not just this show, right? It's part of the whole. It's, how they it's a symptom of the genre. Yeah. Which sucks. I, I kind of wish they would speed things up and mm -hmm. and whatnot. But if they do that and then slow stuff down, people are going to complain. So yeah, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, especially since these long form ones uh, usually have a big, big following behind them, which is why they get you know, the backing to be a long form anime. So, yeah, um, you, and you can also tell that the animation suffers uh, from it being a long form anime in the, in the first season, too. Yeah, they're like the first episode had 3D CG in like the only actual fight. Yep. And uh, man, we we here at Two and a Half Weebs are not the biggest fans of we're not 3D CG. <laughs> It's it's uh, never implemented well, and it's not really implemented well here. Yeah, um, it it's kind of jarring. It is. It's very very jarring. Uh, based just on these first three episodes, um, it's difficult to recommend this show. Um, if you're looking for something long form, like, and you want to give something a go, I would say give this a try, um, the... just because it's. But. It's a rough go for quite a few episodes. The world they I... make is very cool. I, I really liked the world that they made. The overall story is actually very interesting. And like um, in the first episode, when you see the giant fucking skeleton and there's oh, yeah. a giant skull, you're like, what the fuck is that? And then when you finally see the giant demon king get killed by, yes. the, by the monster and you realize, oh, that used to be that big city. And now it's all ruins, and there's the skeleton of that demon king, and it's very cool. And the world they make is very interesting. Uh, honestly, is, if yes. Astra would tone himself, if if, if Astra was toned down yeah. like all the way, it, I probably would actually enjoy the show. But God fucking damn it, he just will not shut the fuck up. No, it I is, know. As I, as I said, it, it, it is, does happen. It is way but it over the top. It's too much. Happening. Like, um, like I get that he has like main character syndrome and stuff, and he's gonna be like this. He's, he's the worst like, example of main character syndrome. Yeah, and like that's and that's fine because that exists in every single anime. Every yes. main character has main character syndrome. But I mean, like, look at Naruto. Naruto's just as annoying, if not more so, than Astro when he when the show first starts. Yeah, right, man. Like, guess what point just, I was actually just getting to explaining. I just can't <laughs> talk. He can't just speak like a normal person. Everything's got to be pushed up to the nth degree and he's just like you guys want to know I, uh, I watched and almost, I hate it I watched almost the entire third episode of Black Clover Muted <laughs> oh my god yeah that would probably I mean, help yeah, actually yeah, I'm not yeah. it legitimately helped and the thing is too because I've been talking I've been talking to some people about th these shows and they were like oh yeah I read the manga the manga was great because the fun fact about you manga hear is him. you can't hear him <laughs> yelling there you go <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was literally a suggestion of read the manga to this point and then watch the anime, like because now, or they I could just make the show better from the beginning so and then not annoy people. I watched people. the show previous. Uh -huh. um, I'm in episode fifty some, so uh -huh. I'm way like I'm a good ways in. So I can tell you it he does get toned down, which is great, um, because he meets other characters and they kind of start influencing him as a person and he matures um and then later on he matures again which is nice 
Mm-hmm. Um, so things do get toned down and it's way more watchable at that point. You also start having more episodes where there's other characters on screen just as much as him, as well as switching over to see what you know is doing. Right. Um, so it becomes more bearable as a show. Yeah. In terms but of like him not being as yelly and annoying. Um, if, but if, as I said, it's, it's, it's got the same problems of every single long form anime. Yeah. They all start goddamn rough. Yeah. If I'm supposed to that suffer um, actually no, there there's there's the one stuff. long form anime that doesn't start rough with an obnoxious annoying main character. And that's Hunter x Hunter. That Hunter x Hunter has been the buzzword this week around me apparently and I need to watch it. So <laughs> That is so, in like the oh you should watch Hunter x Hunters. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's a really good anime. Um, but I keep hearing there are two versions of Far Crawl, right? One's older than the other. Uh, the newer one goes farther. Um, mm. It doesn't cover the whole manga though. Um, it goes pretty far, but it doesn't go all the way. I don't believe. Uh, there's also a few movies to watch that are in space between, like when it goes through. Um, I skip a again, lot of the movies in long form animes. Yes. Yeah. They're they're just they're not relevant. But it's a very very interesting um, anime. It gets dark in some interesting ways. Uh, it's also again, it also has a very interesting world to it um, because of the way that people have their special abilities and stuff like that and how they're developed things. Mm-hmm. Um, Indefinitely on hiatus, apparently, too. Yes, it is currently. Because the guy who's who's writing it wants to finish it and wants the manga to continue as well, uh, as the uh, the anime to continue as well as the manga. So Mm. um, he just put it down for a really long time because he's like, I'm tired of writing this. I I can't blame him. Like, considering how long they're running, right? So it's like, it happens to every artist, like every writer and stuff like that. If they work on something for so long, they're like, I need a break. <laughs> if you don't get burnt out, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, so this show is, um, yeah. Consensus is like, it's, if you like it, long form, try reading if, the manga. If you're interested in yes. the world, try picking that up. That's what I would recommend. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for a long form anime to watch, this isn't a bad one. It is newer. Um, so yeah, it's going to be continuing is, for a it, while. In order to get to the point where it's good, you have to suffer through just fucking well, here's, terribleness. Here's the and thing, that is though, not going to happen. For the people who like long form animes, 19 episodes is not a long time. Uh, I do not have time to suffer through over like like almost Dude, an entire you, season. You wouldn't sit. You wouldn't sit down uh, and watch like a long form anime. Anyways, they're none of them are lower than 200 episodes, except maybe Bleach. Right. Um, like, like, and that's getting expanded even more. So and that's getting and that's getting a new season. So that's going to go over 200. So, like, like when you watch a long-form anime, you're making a commitment to watch something that is a massive time investment because it's hundreds upon hundreds of episodes. Um, and this one's already at, like, 132-ish, somewhere around there. Um, so they've got a long way probably to go still, but if you're looking to get into one that's currently running, this is probably the best one um, to get into. It's also, as I said, new, so it's going to have, especially later on, better animation because of budget than maybe some of the older stuff. 
if you're looking for one that is finished, that is good pretty much from start to finish, with almost no filler, watch Hunter x Hunter. Because uh, it's that's one of the best ones out there. Yeah, I need to watch Hunter x Hunter really it's bad. It's an extremely good anime. Yeah, everyone I've... So many people I know have told me, just like, you would like this show. Just watch yes. it. Oh, if you like Tower of God, you're going to like Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> That's literal. Okay, so I've, I've been talking with uh, Mondays and Cinda about Tower of God because they're caught up on reading it, and they're the ones that forced me into this bullying situation. <laughs> uh, and they keep... Like, they keep trying to compare it to Hunter x Hunter, and then, like, wait, we can't because you haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet. You don't know what they're no. talking about. And it's like, I'll watch it when I finish the Tower of God webtoon because I'm very far in that. Hmm. I need to finish it now. You're you're going to like it. It is it is really good. Um, mm. So, yeah, consensus on this show is it's a show. It's a long-form show. It's an so interesting like world. Them? It's an interesting plot. It's a long-form story. If you're into that and can deal with screaming, hats off to you. This is your show. Yeah. If if you can deal with an annoying character who gets better in about 20 episodes, like, say, like, if you were okay with that, with like, Naruto or something like that. I'm literally just going to say, if you liked Naruto and you liked that basic yeah. shit, you'll like it. Yeah, th this is up your alley. You'll like this. Give it a go. Um, if you do not like long format shows where it takes forever for something to happen, avoid this show at all costs. Just like I would say, avoid every long format anime. At yeah, all costs if you're because... if you're a seasonal and not a long format person, just don't don't worry about it. It's not your show. It won't be. It never will be. It's not something yeah. you're gonna enjoy. There, there, I don't even think there's a long format show I'd recommend to someone who wants to watch something seasonally because they're. Uh, I mean, at what point is My Hero going to be considered long format? Um, they break theirs in the season, like actual seasons. Though they actually have breaks. You're right. You're right. Um, Black Clover doesn't. Yeah, it's just continuous. So, um, which is, I mean, good for the animation studio and stuff like that. I mean, every long form show needs a break. Fairy Tale did three separate seasons, but like, yes, but their season are... season was also like a hundred and twenty episodes. Yeah. So. so, yeah, Fairy Tale is a very good, also a very good long form anime. Um, very annoying main character. Problems. Same, same suffers the same, same problem. problems. The not exact not same nearly problems. as annoying though. Um, he is at the start. Yeah, but he gets better in, like, two episodes compared to... He gets better in less episodes. I'd say probably about ten. He's a little more... He's okay a, he's, um, plus, he's you have Happy the yeah, whole time. Like, so. has the, the big thing that separates Natsu from Naruto and uh, Asta from me is... Natsu, even in the first episode, had moments where he was like... Yeah, we should probably try to figure this out. What the hell's going on right now? Why are you here? Why am I here? As opposed yeah. to just screaming constantly. Yes. Now, part of that is due to maturity of the characters. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure that in all of these shows. Yeah, and you know, um, he's older than Asta too. I'm pretty sure by at least a couple of years. And yeah, Asta's 15, right? Yeah, and I, I want to say not to 16. Yeah, 16 or 17, something like that, so, and a year or two difference. There. When you're a teenager, a year or two of extra life experience and stuff like that makes a big difference in, like, how you approach the world and how you act. Um, so. Yeah, yeah once you realize that, that there are people a year younger than you, you realize you are not the bottom of the food chain all of a sudden. Yeah. 
to, to... especially with boys boys it's it's a big we mature weird <laughs> so um we, the, the, and it you, takes a while you were wrong the moment you said we mature yeah yeah we do it's just till about 24 is when we <laughs> really start getting there um we'll have like another year and a month jesus christ yeah, yeah working on we'll it get there it'll be fine soon enough um, your hair yeah. will fall out too so that's that's this show um we do have a show we're gonna watch um for this week Leipner, which should be interesting now i am caught up completely on the show i'm actually waiting for the new episode to drop really? um i really like this show um, would. i have well, been told it is quote panty shot simulator <sighs> it's Okay, so there's one character who's in her panties a lot, but... <laughs> I would hope that but, all of them are, but, I mean, continue. But every time she strips down um, to her underwear or less, there's an actual reason for it. Um, like, an actual plot reason to the story. It makes perfect sense what she's doing. Um, and another character actually points out to her at one point that rather than getting naked because it makes him uncomfortable... She should just wear a swimsuit. And let me guess, she doesn't. No, she does. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, there is, like, she does strip and stuff like that, but it makes sense. And he's like, and the other character is like, I'm not comfortable with this. Can we do this instead? So it's not like it's gratuitous, like other shows we have watched. It's, it's natural and understandable in context where we can i watch this? we watch shows that have gratuitous nudity um we what are you even on about that doesn't sound like anime nope well no we've had the one with the cat girls and the bird girls and the penguin we're just gonna girl. stop right there no just i, I wasn't <laughs> it was a rhetorical question <laughs> i was not asking for examples it's still a highly recommended show um which one monster musume no, or I was talking about species. new species of years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gleitner is very interesting. It's a very dark show. Um, I see etchy horror in my chat. Yeah, it's horror, and there's elements of psychological horror, physical horror, um, body horror in it as well. Like it's it's touching on a few different um, subgenres of horror. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's etchy because, as I said, one of the characters has a tendency to remove her outer clothing and for context reasons um it's a very interesting show though so i'm curious to see what people think of it i swear it's legal officer the context also, allows it yeah context is is king for for nudity uh, that's something dale has you know hit upon previous times it's like he's okay with boobs as long as they're boobs that make sense Wait, so he doesn't like boobs in anime? I don't know. Context is fucking everything. Like if, yes, if, if, if the, if there's main characters and they were just banging or whatever, it would make sense that they're naked. But like, if she's like, oh, I'm just naked for no reason. It's like fucking, it just, I don't like it. it. Then it's like, please leave my younger cousin's birthday party. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Or like certain outfits where they're like, I'm a badass warrior girl. Why are you in like a bikini? Why are you wearing literally nothing? Why are you in a bikini instead of armor? It does. It's just. Well, that's not only I mean, anime. That's that's any form of media. It, it annoys sounds me comfy. Like 
he wants to watch Queen's Blade. I haven't watched Queen's Blade yet. I know you're saving it for him, but oh man. I need I need a break after this week. We'll watch Gleipner. Yeah, we'll watch Gleipner. Um, mm. You guys might... Comfy might enjoy Gleipner. If you like horror anime, I think you're going to enjoy this one. I actually um, really don't like horror stuff, but I've heard a lot of memes about Gleipner, which is why I'm interested. Yes, it's, it's an interesting show. Um, there'll be definitely some things in these episodes to discuss at length. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the anime that's, we're going to be covering. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. We, we did the important parts. Now we can talk about anything. anything. Well, I mean, let's not talk about disinfectant. I think we can skip that. No, no, no. Um, Listen, guys, remember, if you inject yourself with disinfectant, you won't die from coronavirus. Yes. Um, the, you will be dead from the disinfectant. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh, the leader of North Korea is either dead or brain dead. Um, well, the reports I've news? seen are brain dead or complicated health. Yeah, it's so. there's reports of him being dead and them trying to hush it and then there's other reports where he's in a vegetative state um mm -hmm. either of these is and this is bad to say but kind of a good thing because fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah as much as, as I mean, funny as all the jokes are and stuff about kim jong-un and all those memes like you gotta remember at the end of the day he is one of the most terrible and terrifying human beings on the face of the planet in terms of his power and his capability to do terrible things to other people and his willingness and history of doing terrible things to other people. So yeah. kind of not sad. Yeah. Like it, granted, we don't properly know who's going to be the new leader of North Korea. It looks at this moment as though it's going to be his sister. She is apparently just as bad, <coughs> but people are making some great memes about her online. I don't know if it will be her. I we see China. Cause he I has like younger children, doesn't he? I don't know. I see China making a play because he's technically not out of the picture. Um, I don't see her filling the role because, again, horrible to say, but she's a woman in North Korea. Yeah, and they're um, a very... Yeah. They're a very much a patriarchy, like a hardcore patriarchy. So things are going to get bad there. It's going um, to be soon. really, like, we have no idea the full context of the situation. We don't know what exactly is going on. We know China's sending a team of surgeons to check on him. Yes, surgeons uh, and specialists, they've said. Yes, because they um, want to verify his health uh, or his quality of health and then treat him if necessary. Yeah, like, it's... Which is a very reasonable thing for China to want to do because they have a strong relationship with North Korea as their yes. main trade agreement. Well, as I said, they might kind of step in and kind of take over as well. That's a other possibility because it's China and they've kind of been known to do that. And um, also, North Korea is a bit of a problem child to China. Yes. Welcome to um, the North Korean political podcast. Hello. I mean, there was literally. the unfortunate incident in up here in Nova Scotia. Um, I heard about that. We had a mass shooting, unfortunately. Um, and again, thankfully, the guy responsible is dead. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about saying about that. Mm -hmm. uh, he he had a history with the police. Um, before this, why he wasn't in jail is beyond me because he almost killed a kid like in 2001 2002 and by kid i mean like a 14 year old he almost beat him to death jesus yeah um, that's not really all right 
uh, I have personally seen the guy before. I used to live next to his business for about three years. Well, that's um, terrifying. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Just at least uh, a little bit. So he's, I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody's super surprised um, given his past. Um, this is terrifying. It's, yeah, it's, it's a shitty thing. It's the worst incident that's happened of this nature in 31 years up in Canada. Um, and the main reason he was able to do as much destruction as he did, because um, we have strict gun control laws, um, is because he was wearing a fake police uniform and driving a fake police car. Yeah, that's, that's him very to, much not okay. Yeah, it allowed him to circumvent being spotted by the public. Um, it also allowed him to, unfortunately, pull over some victims on the highway and then proceed to shoot them. Yeah, it's, um, it's terrible. It's So uh, it's 100%, like, this is way planned out. So I kind of uh, hope they find out what the fuck, because you don't get a police uniform and a police cruiser made without planning to use it for some weird shit and unfortunate here. Uh, the only person right. I know that owns a police cruiser that uses it for their own personal purposes uh, repainted it so it looked like it was from Arkham Asylum and he drives around dressed as the Joker. Yeah, no, this guy painted exactly like an RCMP one except for like one code on the car so it would not be noticeable to anybody who didn't know to look for that code and if it was driving by you wouldn't be able to see it. Right. Yeah, that's a... So. Well... In less sad news, but still not great news, I don't know where my cat is. Uh -oh. <laughs> How long has the cat been missing? In or out of the house? She's she's an outdoor cat. Okay. Uh, she hasn't come home in two days. Is that abnormal for your cat? It is. She spends a lot of time outside, but she's always home at night. So, uh, I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but like, is she fixed or no? Yeah, she's fixed. Okay, so it's not like she's um, right there. I don't think she's tagged, but she has a collar. Or she yeah. should have a collar. Last we checked. Yeah. But it's... That is... It's, it's wildly stressful for me because I actually like my cat. Mm -hmm. I hope she yeah. comes home. Yeah, I do too. I'm not, I'm not too worried about her well-being. I'm more just worried about if she comes home or not. Yes. Because um, yeah. she's smart enough. Yeah, yeah. sometimes Our, having outdoor cats can end up like that I, I my mom and when i lived with my mom we had several and you know things happen when you have outdoor cats and they just sometimes don't yeah, come was, home or they come home um like a week later we've had i we've had a couple come come home and they got into a fight with some kind of animal it's like well they're all jacked up now but you know yeah i mean yeah. my uh outdoor my cat's cat you know um my cat's a rescue she used to be an outdoor cat and she's got like she got like a little chunk missing out of her ear and a mm -hmm. couple little scars in her ear and stuff like that, which is kind of common for them. And yeah, she doesn't go outside now. Um, she has no interest in the outdoors unless my dog goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> because she is glued to my dog. So if he goes outside, she's like, I want to go outside with the dog. You shouldn't glue animals together, Copper. Um, the problem there being is that the dog doesn't think cats are allowed outside and should not be outside their homes. <laughs> Why? So he, why is your dog in charge of your cat? Do you have some hierarchy of animals? Yes, and the cat decided that the dog is in charge. There you so, go. Gotta work. It's and he's got rules that the cat has to obey, and he enforces them with the cat. It's my household is weird. 
it sounds like it has more order than mine. Yeah, my well, let's put it this way: if I start to cook or do dishes, my dog immediately looks to go outside. It doesn't matter what room the house he was in; he comes and looks to go outside because I'm in the kitchen doing something, which means to him he's supposed to be outside. Yeah, because this is something he learned as a puppy, and it's like, well. I could just keep napping in the bedroom, but he's like, nah, the dishes are being done. I gotta go. He's a little odd. Yeah, dogs or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we had much in the way of games and stuff. stuff no. Going on. Really um, I mean, there was boring. the Blue Protocol beta that started. Mm. Uh, um, it is not region locked to Japan, but. They're not really letting non-Japanese players play in that one because it's supposed to be for Japanese players. Mm. Um, there is an MMO, there is a MMO um, YouTuber I watch who got in and is reviewing stuff for it. Um, he's loving it. It's uh -huh. also a free-to-play game um, that is very time. heavy, heavy on story to start with, uh, which is cool. Uh, there's decent customizations already. He said. Uh, the gameplay is awesome. It has aim assist for people who require aim assist because there are range classes in the, in the game. Um, very, very anime feeling, which is great. It looks gorgeous. So I'm, and it is coming to the West, so I am very excited. Um, he's, he basically said that if um, they do the translations properly for the story when they bring it over, and I believe it's this is done by Bandai, uh, Bandai Namco. So yeah. they do the do themselves, which they usually do, and it's done properly. This is going to be the best free to play MMO on the market. He said, "Good, because I need a new free to play MMO." So that'll because be my my free to play MMO doesn't have content. Um, well, Destiny will get content at some point. Um, hopefully. Don't worry, it's just the uh, the uh, spring event happening right now. Mm, yeah, I haven't, I haven't even touched even it. I don't care to. I haven't opened... It's. I think it's been months now since I opened yeah. Destiny. Um, like, I would actually have to look. Um, it's it's kind of like what we were talking about a long time ago, where it's like they, they dedicated so much time into Trials, and then Trials just isn't what people are hoping that it was. And they just, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised. I mean... They do not have, like, uh, the current the current shebang is the the event is happening right now, the, like, Olympics event that's supposed yeah. to be super hype and everything, and it's just bounty farming. Yep. Yeah, it's been eight, eight weeks since I played Destiny. Yeah, I um, haven't touched it. To uh, Steam? Yeah, um, no, there's no reason to log in unless you want to get the LMG. I don't even care. Nobody does. Um, I do. I care enough for some reason, and I'm doing it. So, why, I mean, that's why I'm in right now. Like, and they are going to start giving us information. They said and how they're going to be addressing things. But yeah, like we the, got, the, I got some information on trials this week, which is nice. But because the big issue with, with the, trials the has been thing. a lot of hackers and just cheating. Well, and... that is right. a problem. The other problem that they're addressing and the loot is better not great has been the the loot yeah. stuff the fact that the... it is uh 
the best way to get loot is to just farm the bottom three games, which matches you with people in the first three games. And so that forces anybody who's not a top tier player to be matched with top tier players in their first two, one to three games. Constantly. Plus, And then if... at that point, those people end up leaving the game and the skill gap just gets expanded and expanded. And then at the end of the day, you only have people who only play trials or uh, PvP doing trials, and then all of the normal players that would be playing regularly to fill the pool just aren't there. Yeah. Yep. Because and if you are a low-tier player... Issue, I mentioned that being an issue months ago that that was going to be a problem, yep. and they exacerbated it by how they set up the loot pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you can't... If you're a low-tier player, you can't even get loot unless you get three no, wins. you can't. You can't. And you, with all of the top-tier player farming the low... If you're a low to mid skill player, you're not getting anything. Now, granted, you can grind all you want, but you're not going to get three wins. Granted, they of, did this week come up and be like, "Hey, we have an idea on how to fix this. Does yep. this work?" And the thing they put yeah, in the twab will work, allegedly. It will work allegedly. Um, the problem being is that it's like, here, grind this mode, keep losing at this mode to these people, which doesn't feel fun which is something they did not address, and you'll eventually get this drop from this this thing you can get, which is the same as the getting the drop as three wins. Cool. The problem with that is mm. nobody wants to constantly lose at something and get their ass kicked to get a single drop. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's better than getting your ass kicked and then not getting and, a single and nothing. drop. But, but it's, it's basically like... like here, come play this and keep losing so we have people to fill up the mode and we'll give you a pity thing after like seven to eight games. And yeah. that's what's going to be. And it's going to be like, dude, they're not going to play seven to eight games to get this one drop. No one's going to want to sit around and do that. That's not fun. That's part of the problem, especially yeah. when there's cheaters ramp running around. And cheating is up, what, I think they said like 50% in the game. Yep. Um, which, again... Not surprising. I knew we were going to see a spike as soon as trials came out because yep. people are going to do that. And then because of the ways they set up the loot pool, more people just said, fuck it, and started cheating. <laughs> so, yeah, and they're just, just cheating in the first three games and making everyone that actually wants to play the game quit. Like, I haven't done trials in four weeks. There's no reason for me to. Yeah, everybody is just, they're like, nope, I washed my hands of this. And to make matters worse, it's, there was no new maps. It was all old maps. Yeah, it was all Destiny 1 maps. And then it's they all have Destiny it. 1 maps. And I want to point out they've started cycling maps. Uh this week is the original map that they show that they played, uh Burnout. And uh if anybody would like to guess how many Destiny 2 specific maps were used in trials, I'll give you a very big hint. It's less than one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and you know, when we talked about this months ago, I said this is gonna be an issue. Um and I wasn't wrong. Like it's right. the problem is that it doesn't feel new. It feels like they went and said, "Okay, we'll take this nostalgic thing from D one. Here you go. It's now in D 2 They didn't even go do it like it. they if they would have done it just like they did the loot system in D one, it would have been better. But they didn't even do that. Yes, it's, they, it's exactly... they took the game mode, put the game mode in ex exactly the same, and then said, "Oh yeah, we're changing the loot system to make it less to get Boring. less loot." So yeah. it's like huh. the worst possibility out of the and like you could get together, which is. The yep. old game mode, which is going to run at a nostalgia within a week or two, yep. which is what happened, and then worse <laughs> loot on top of it. So it's like, well, okay then. <laughs> like, yeah, I talked about it uh, a long time ago. I was saying if they bring trials back when it's not a good um, uh, environment for trials, it's just going to hurt the game overall. 
And, and as I said, they exactly would have been they would have been better off spending the time, manpower, and money on improving PvP as a whole. Yeah. Than they put into trials. Yep. Yeah, but they, they wanted they wanted a band-aid fix for it. And if the they CDP did. sandbox they isn't did. fixed, then they, trials they, doesn't get They've been sitting on they were sitting on like the fact they brought the whole mode over without changing it up basically says they were sitting on this as an option until they thought they needed it. Yeah. Um, yep. So That's I'm upsetting. curious about what they think they're going to need after this season, because, oh boy. Uh, literally actual PvE content and not what it is. Yep. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's why I've, like, I've jumped into ESO. I know Dale has as well. Mm -hmm. um, ESO is also a buy-in game. Um, it does have an optional subscription, but you don't have to get it. Yeah, super it, fun. Like it's there's it's tons of actual fun. content, right? So it's and it was on sale for like nine bucks. So, you know, it's an easy thing to jump into. Like, it's a massive MMO with tons of actual story content, new stuff coming out. Um, it's got good gameplay too. Like if you like Elder Scrolls games, it's a good game. Yeah, like you can play it first person, um, or you can play third person. It's an action MMO, so there's no tab targeting, which is great because I yeah. that. Um, yeah. No, ESO is my favorite MMO that I played, for sure. It's a good. Time. I have not. I fell out of it because I didn't vibe with it that hard. But in terms of like actual MMOs, it's the best one I've touched. Yes, and I would recommend it to anybody who, like me, likes the concept of MMOs, but just can't give a shit about. Uh, it's the thing with MMOs is you really got to find one that clicks, right? You, yeah. When you find one that clicks, it will become almost an obsession with people. Um, but it's, it's just finding that right, that right, you know, flavor that of MMO right together. Style of game. It needs to have the right content. It needs to have the right community. Like there's so many things. Yeah. But if you find it, like my girlfriend's been playing Final Fantasy 14 for mm -hmm. shit, five, six years. Like, a long time as her like mainline game um so i mean when people find it that's that's it like I mean, look how long people have been playing wow right yeah my brother my brother just got back into it yeah and it happens with people too right like i played eso on and off for a while and mm -hmm. i'm back into it again i'm looking forward to things like blue, blue protocol um because i like i love the art style of that and it's an action yeah. mmo again so I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of lost right now in terms of games to play. I've been playing a lot of Valorant, but that's pretty much it. We're in a bit of a lull, to be honest. I mean, um, there are some things coming then, out. Like, like, I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII. I haven't finished Persona Five. I haven't finished Last of Us. I, I have no interest in Last of Us. I think a lot of people's interest kind of died a little bit when they kind of said, hey, the other game's coming out sometime, sometime in the future never. we're not going to give you a date like never type of thing yeah. um final fantasy i've been playing that um the remake but as i've mentioned I, i've been playing that when the girlfriend is sitting down because she's never mm -hmm. seen or played final fantasy um mm. like the original so she's been enjoying the story with that um i mean we have yeah. minecraft dungeons coming out um we have a big update to uh mario maker coming out yeah or that's out already isn't it is, is it out already now i believe it came um, out on friday 
Friday? Okay. You said so it was a DLC for it? Uh, it's, 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 update. Uh, it's an update. update. Okay. So they added, um, you can make your own actual, like, worlds. Yes. Okay. So, like, like, Mario Maker, like, uh, Super Mario World, you can build, like, the physical map and everything. Oh, okay. Which is really cool. They added a bunch of upgrades or uh, power-ups, such as Frog Mario from old games. Yes. And stuff and like that. Mario Sounds like a like, happy good time. From, like, Mario 2, where you can pick up enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, is... they added Mario 2 Mario. Like, which they're is, adding yeah. a bunch they, of stuff. Yeah, they added a ton of stuff. The ability to make worlds where it's you can now string together multiple levels is very interesting. That's very um, cool. Because I know a lot I of people of, wanted to do that. I kind of wish they had made it so you can upload more than one world at a time. Oh, can um, you only have one uploaded? I think so. Um, that's what I heard. But if you know if they change that, that would be great because that would be cool. The fact you can basically build a whole game right in this game now would be very interesting. Well, one of the things that's kept the Mario community alive as long as it has has been ROM hacks, because people will play hacked versions of mario world uh, mario and mario 3 like that's one of the reasons that they stayed as long alive as long as they have and mario maker made that super easy and now you can make an entire world like nothing yes so is... giving all of the players the tools for that like they're just ensuring an extended lifespan for their game which they literally said oh yeah we're not updating it anymore after this yes they did say this is the last update um now that might mean that they're going to make another one. Um, especially since I, the first one and this one did super, super well. Oh, um, yeah. No, this game did incredibly well. Uh, I kind of, I'm still hoping they go, they come out and go, okay, you love that. You love Mario Maker. Here's Zelda Maker, or here's Castlevania Maker, or here's Metroid Maker. Like, I'd love to see a Maker game with these other titles. That Nintendo has because that would be yeah really I nice. could see it definitely with Castlevania Zelda seems like it's a little more of a protected franchise though I don't think that's gonna happen no we'll probably never get a Zelda one um, but Castlevania would be interesting because it would be very cool because I'll, I'll like it's essentially the same thing as Mario it's a platformer so what are you doing just making up another platforming game creation tool yep like all so. like I almost guarantee that something exists online right now where you can do that. Or Mega Man. Like a Mega Man would work great too. It would. Um, like there's there's a bunch of these older titles where something like that would work great. Um, I mean, Maker. Um, I mean, Nintendo works with Sega. Why is there a Sonic Maker? Uh, because nobody wants that. <laughs> there are people who would play that still. Um, yeah, and all three of them are in their apartment right now, really <laughs> sad and watching the Sonic movie online. Apparently okay. that movie was decent. Um, I have heard that, and I will watch it eventually. I just haven't yet. And the thing is, I want it to be decent because I'd like us to start getting video game movies in the same way that we've gotten comic book movies. Where, where they're actually I good. Agree. Yeah, that would be a dope. A few decent one comes out, so they start throwing actual money and writers behind stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting... Bringing up Last of Us again. We're getting an HBO Last of Us series. Yes, at some point. Um, I'm, very, I'm very excited about that. That'll be cool. There is a Borderlands movie coming. With what? Eli Roth directing it. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was one of their big uh, announcements at PAX. Oh, so how did I miss that? I never hoped it good. Yeah. Dude, they brought uh, Eli Roth out on the stage, and he like, yeah, yeah. Huh. 
Okay. Like, it was a big a moment at the Gearbox panel. Um, it was leaked ahead of the Gearbox panel, but they fully announced it, was. it there. Yeah, well, they fully announced it there. Uh, we have, uh, speaking of Borderlands, they had a DLC drop uh, as well, um, as well as the Mayhem 2.0 system. Yeah, yeah Mayhem 2.0 came out finally. Yep. So Mayhem now goes up to level 10, I believe it is. So you can start farming through that. Um, there's the whole... Yeah, yeah, Mayhem 10 is what it hits. Yeah. New area there is now, new weapons. Um, there's apparently a children yeah, of the vault weapon that is like super broken. They dropped another takedown, right? That's what the basically, yeah. It's like the revenge, the cartels type thing where new era to go through. And, Sod's and... telling me I'm wrong. Please just tell me what it is. The bloody harvest style drop, interesting. Yeah. So just real short. It's a shorter one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another there... takedown on the roadmap. That's why there I are new. There are new weapons and stuff. Um, and as I said, there's there's a new weapon that's apparently like super broken. Like super yeah. broken. Um I think it was Schreier I saw. It was one of the one of the uh, jur uh game journalists I saw, the actual well known ones who were decent, um, had got one a drop of the gun on Mayhem six and it took him all the way up to Mayhem ten. And the mm -hmm. reason he stopped using it is not because it stopped doing damage, is because he found a level 10. ten version. Yeah, I saw that. It was basically like one shot at every enemy, like clearing out massive amounts of people with insane amounts of damage. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited it's... to jump into it. I still need to do all my side quests in uh, the most recent DLC, mm -hmm. so I'm probably gonna hop into that for mayhem. Uh, now that DLC, um, the Love and Tentacles one, was actually quite fun. I found. Oh, it was um, it was awesome. It was so funny. And then we've got there was also the Animal Crossing update uh, that came out. Big, um, yep, big Animal Crossing update. Red's back. He's selling those uh, paintings that are lies. Yep, Red's back. We now have bushes in the game as well. There's a new art wing of the museum. Um, yes. Some other things as well, which is cool. Uh, Want everyone to realize that this guy's username in my Destiny game is I Hate Crucible. That's it. Uh, I saw, one, I saw someone's name was, uh, I eat cereal with water. Uh, oh, no. Um, <laughs> what kind of was... a monster is that? No, no, no. <laughs> you, ready, you ready for this? Uh, Clankston so found someone in one of his Valorant games, and he clipped the conversation, and that person talked about microwaving, uh, their cereal. You've never had warm cereal? I have not, no. Is that like, you thing? don't microwave it for long. Just, you know, warm it up a little tiny bit. I don't do it all the time. Like, very rarely do I do it. What but, is, like, every once in a this? while. What is this satanic garbage? And you put it in for, like, a the, minimum the amount like, of time. Pour milk into the bowl, microwave the bowl, then pour cereal into it. That just sounds weird. What the fuck? Wow, okay. All right. The French is concerned. What Never cereal are you microwaving? Like, uh, 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 what is the shredded wheat? Okay. okay. Yeah. It's not, people you're, you're barely warming it up. You're just, you, whatever. I, I, I have seen people warm up. It's shredded like, wheat. It's fine. It's fine. You're it's not a like monster. It's like a barely, it's, okay. it's not like oatmeal oh, where you make it hot. It's like, um, that's the other things that came out. So. Um, we also had the new XCOM um, game drop. We had 
the remake of uh, Trials of Mana Drop. And there's also the Fallout 76 update, um, which apparently people say is great. Yeah, it's if you like Fallout games. I'm entertaining um, the idea of maybe going back and try. Oh, wait, there's a there's a thing that somebody was telling me if you own it on Bethesda. If you link it to your Steam, you can have it for free on Steam. I want to yeah. do that because you have to do it before you have to do it within like two more days from now. The 28th is the last day to do it. Uh, yeah, you might want to do that. Then. I need to figure um, out how to do that because I do not ever want to. Do I even have the Bethesda launcher still on my computer? Probably not. It's fucking garbage. There's the Predator um, 4v1 game dropped as well, I believe. Um, yes. So people were saying it's really bad. That's what I've been hearing. So. I mean, um, it, everybody's trying to capitalize on Evolve since Evolve came out and wasn't Evolve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's literally it. Every single yeah. person's been trying to capitalize on the feeling Evolve gave five beta testers that had a great time. Yeah. Uh, that's to say, I actually did really enjoy Evolve. I bought it multiple times, and I have the free-to-play version, and I actually liked it. But It looked like a good game. It just needed some... It needed, it needed more than they had when they launched, and they needed yes. better systems than they had when they launched. Because uh, they, they, they should have advertised ready. it a lot more as a group party game. Yes, they should have advertised it differently. They should have waited a little bit for it to launch. They had a few more things ready to go for the game. And they should have made the monetization uh, setup not be exploitative as all fuck. Because, oh boy, was that bad. Yeah, um, no, it's rough. Like, but like that, it was it was a really fun concept. It was a really fun game, and like they just they just needed to do more to it before they put it out. And it's, it sucks, but it's the way that games work. Mm. Or it's the way some games work, but so. Minecraft Dungeon comes out in a month from now. And that'll be fun. Um, comes out on the 26th i believe of may so uh i think that's the next actual drop of game is that i think there's anything else i'm checking may releases right now just to see um like what we got uh coming up because i'm interested i don't think there's much there's really not May is kind of a dead month, usually. Yes. Oh, you know what? Star Wars Episode One Racer comes out on May 12th for PS4. Um, uh, June's got a couple interesting things. It's got the Pokemon update. New Trackmania. Uh, oh, Elder Scrolls DLC. Uh, that comes out in June. May 18th, um, Graymore. That's what I see here. Did they delay it? Yeah, it got delayed to June yes, 2nd. June 2nd, now. Yeah. Uh, they're releasing... Saints Row the Third Remastered. Perfect game. Don't know why you'd remaster it. Uh, another Sword Art Online video game. And Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM are coming to the Switch. Oh, yes. yes. Wait, which XCOM is coming to the Switch? Two. Or XCOM 2 Collection. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So that's going to the Switch. And then the Borderlands Legendary Collection is going to the Switch. And the uh, Bioshock collection, which is one, two, and infinite. Uh, oh, yeah. Bleeding Edge came out. Um, mm. And oh, it's Terraria ends next month. 
so Bleeding Edge, um, the new arena type game, um, which I know Dale, you played the beta of. Um, oh yeah, got been, such I... lackluster reviews yeah. that they are using basically uncredited Discord and Twitter um, responses about the game as advertising material for quotes. And it's not I... like they have a bunch of them; they have like five. Uh, like... Can you send me like a picture of this? I want to see it. <laughs> I saw an article on it. I I, I saw that game and was like, that game looks like somebody had a really good idea and thought it would be really fun. And 18 people said yes, but nobody on the team actually thought it was going to work. Yeah, it's it's a it thing. It seems just messy. Um, it yeah it it's apparently super 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 mediocre. So they're like, yeah, it's a thing. Um, Terraria is shutting down. No, Terraria is not shutting down, but Terraria is releasing their final update next month. Uh, we also have Gears Tactics coming out. I suppose that's the thing. People who like Tactics games. Or Gears um, of War. Yeah, or Gears of War. It might, it might be good for you. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a Gears fan. <laughs> I've tried. Yeah, there's, there's really not a lot this coming is... in, in May. Like, May's kind of the month where there's stacked in late march early april we were i mean we had doom and all that stuff there so i mean Our, i want to replay doom already like so much i fun. mean like if you go back and look at like you know february march here we have we had animal crossing we had doom we had resident evil 3 remastered we had final fantasy 7 we had persona 5 royal yeah, uh, we had um uh, Neo 2 came out, Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out, um, Warzone. Um, War, Warzone did come out. I wasn't really counting that because it's I know, COD. But then, oh, speaking of COD, like later this week, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered Campaign yeah. is on PC and Xbox, like it yeah. should have been at launch. So, I mean, there's a, like, we got a stacked start of the month, um, mm-hmm. like part of the year here, which is kind of good because. Everybody's kind of been stuck inside for like seven, eight weeks. Yeah, um, it just sucks. A lot of things are getting delayed, so we're not going to be seeing them yes. as soon as we want. Luckily, games like Cyberpunk have not been having issues with delays. Uh, consoles are still set to release on time. So, or at least we hope they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the next big thing I'm looking forward to Um I might try out Minecraft Dungeons. I might. I don't know. I, I'm Diablo, likely to. I am very likely to. That's that's Diablo, the only reason I might. Like that's that's the only reason I might try it out is because I like, yeah, like things like Diablo and that. Um, next big draw, like thing I'm looking forward to is Graymore for ESO. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I don't. I don't. Think there's anything until September, which is Cyberpunk. Um. Jeez. Unless we get some of the the games that are supposed to be coming out this year that don't actually have like confirmed dates um, pop up, like um, Boyfriend Dungeon, which is the game I want you to play, um, Bio Mutant, uh, that's those are supposed to be coming out this year. Um, <clears throat> like, there's a bunch of stuff that some of the stuff looks interesting, but there's no dates, right? Yeah. So, which is always a thing. Um, other than that, I'm just probably going to be playing a lot of 
you know, ESO when I have time to actually play video games, which yeah. might not be for a month or two. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to be gonna doing. Be, are, you, are you back to not having video game time already? I am currently booked until June. Goddamn. Damn. Um, I've got a few smaller projects coming up this week. I've got a thing for... Uh, I'm doing a flat. I got something I'm doing a FEF. Um, that has to be like I'm going to try to knock out this week. Um, I've got the ongoing stuff for uh, Rare Drop because um, the charity event is still going, like that's still on. Yay. Um, so I'm doing stuff there. Um, and then I got booked for a large um, channel overhaul for someone where they want a bunch of custom animation. So that's going to take up like a month because most of it's going to be done by hand. I think Comfy realizes what a pain in the ass that's going to be. It's going to be very, very fun for you. Yeah. So, well, it's um, good. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's also, like, worth the time for a month. Like, that's so... Right. Oh, yeah. No, listen. Uh, hand animation is one of the most grueling and, like, just soul-killing processes in the world. But at the end of the day, the product you get is always worth it. And they're, you know, when the client goes, you know, money's not an issue. is nice, so... Oh. Um, Dude, you should have... I saw somebody... Uh, I saw a post on Twitter this morning when I was browsing. It was somebody got, like, a DM. It's like, hey, can you make thumbnails? Like, yeah. Can I get two for $30? Yeah, sure. Actually, can I get three? Yeah, sure. And then he, like, gives, like, the list of information. It's like, cool. It's like, then he links his PayPal. It's like, okay, send me the money. <laughs> like, Wait, what? It's like... Yes, I need the money by April 29th to pay my bills. Like, what are you? Wait, you pay me. I'm making you things. Like, what? What are you talking about? It's like, I'm giving you the opportunity to make something for me. They, they didn't even pull that. They didn't even pull the, like, I'm giving you an opportunity or anything. They were just like, what are you talking about? And then they just started cursing them out. Like, it was, it made no sense. I do hate, people, I, oh. There are people like that who are like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm giving you the opportunity, so you should be paying me for it. Like, Hopper, no. Do you ever browse the Choosing Beggars subreddit? No. You would love it. <laughs> because it is almost exclusively people who, like, contact artists or whatever and are like, oh my god, you're so good, can you make me this art? It's like, yeah, it'll cost you like $20 for a commission. Wait, what? That's not fair. My uncle on my other side of my family that I've never talked to has uh, toe cancer, so you need to do this for me for free. <laughs> it's like well that's not how it works I can't just do stuff for free this is my livelihood followed by cursing and yelling oh my god yeah. and a lot of variations on that that always get more entertaining so this is why when a con like when someone first contacts me to, to do a job mm -hmm. um, I one do not give them a quote first thing I yeah. ask them always like what are you looking for so I can give a, a good approximation of what something is going to cost yeah. Based on what you're looking for. Um, and I also tell them straight up that here's how I do billing. It's 25% up front. And yeah. most people, when they see 25%, like, I have to pay you money before I do anything. And I have to finish paying you everything before I get anything from you. Um, anybody who's, like, an idiot kind of fucks off and doesn't doesn't contact back. 
Yeah, um, like, because that's... If you put literally any barrier in front of it, then half the people will walk away. Yeah. And at the end of the day, worst case scenario, if you do something and somebody ends up being an ass, you be like, cool, non-refundable 25%. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. If I have I have to cancel or you cancel... Um, well, it depends on how far they're into a project. It's 25% to start. And if then I've gone through the project and... Um, I've done concepts, and you've approved the content concepts. That's another twenty five percent there. So at that point, it's fifty percent paid, non refundable. So if you kill the contract at that point, cool. I've still made half my money. Um, yeah, and you haven't even done the super hard part yet, which is fill out every single piece. Because concepts are, you know, here's this twenty piece you project. You can come I up with twenty five thumbnails in ten minutes. Like, and well, you see, I don't, I don't give rough like super rough stuff out for my concept work oh yeah um, no like you because... gotta make it better before you do that but <laughs> I've, even I've, then i've seen people go here's a napkin here's a drawing on the napkin this is our concept like made with ketchup and like um, it's like yes this is our artwork there is one i saw from someone who um we all know um mm-hmm. and he'd gone to an actual well-known firm like design firm uh-huh and they literally gave him it oh. looked like a con. It it looked like a napkin with like a stick figure drawn on it. I heard about for this the, for the concept of his logo, and I was, I was like, "Oh, that was- is okay. That's amazing." I don't know this story, but I'm gonna want to know later. Oh, I guarantee you know the person, and I think they already knows as soon as I. Yeah, about I it. remember. Um, I remember hearing. Yeah, I just about I just don't know the con the that. I just want to know though, because that sounds hilarious. And then it took him months to get like a refund from them. Like he was just constantly arguing with them about it i mean yeah um, and the thing the thing was like once you go to like an actual corporation or anything larger than an individual person and they have the money and the lawyers then it just becomes complicated not well, because well, you have to deal with legal paperwork but because if you want to back out or something they could decide to be an ass and just drain you there was a contract in pla- like a written contract in place and he yeah. had the option of of like betting like backing up and getting a refund because of unsatisfactory work yeah. They just didn't want to give him back the money and were dragging their feet on that. And it's yeah, no, not and the best person to drag your feet on. So it was, it was, you know, oh, I have a feeling I know who it is all of a sudden. Um, but yeah. So, you know, interesting thing. Like it's, there's, um, also, um, another guy, another designer I know has, um, posted recently on Twitter and is seeing if people are interested in kind of a round table, uh, stream discussion on how to avoid getting scammed and Ooh. picking up the proper artist. Um, I love that kind of stuff. Both, you know, both information for artists who are doing work, who are, you know, avoid getting, you know, dealing with shitty clients. And, and then to for clients to avoid getting... And then getting shit like art and picking the right artists and stuff like that. So that would be an interesting thing. And he wants to get, our, mm-hmm. get like a bunch of different um, artists for like you know, emote artists, overlay artists, graphic designers, and it's kind of like a round discussion on it, which would be interesting. So, mm-hmm. especially for anybody who's in the streaming space or that are looking to hire somebody, it's it's good information. Like, first mm-hmm. and foremost, avoid Fiverr. God, um, oh yeah, no, like <laughs> Fiverr. And of- you want to know what's actually a really, really good uh, way to find people? Like, unironically, Google hashtag stream emotes on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding because 
there are a lot of artists there's other there's other buzzword hashtags that a copper definitely knows off the top of his head and i don't but the concept is you go to twitter and there are artists that will constantly be showing off what they've made for other people yes and then you can find and they will use those hashtags because they are looking for people that want their services and they are generally some of the kindest and most awesome people and you can already look at their portfolio because it's on their website or on their twitter page yep and also you know realize that you you know with as everything in life you get what you pay for oh yeah Um, i think copper two rocks in a quarter and i got this loadout so imagine if you paid him actual money if you pay like if someone's like hey i can do all this you know this whole rebranding for you it'll be a hundred bucks understand that you're probably going to get really shitty work because mm-hmm. something like that is way more than a hundred dollars um like just, right. just, like just factor it out like if, if it's something you know like a rebranding let's say it takes you know 10 hours to do right it takes more but let's say it takes 10 hours to do because 10 is a nice easy number to multiply with mm-hmm. um if someone's like it's gonna cost you a hundred dollars that means they're getting paid ten dollars an hour uh, that is, um, they are getting paid less than the legal minimum wage where I live, which means that they're probably putting in less effort than a minimum wage worker, which means yes. that they're not they, going to get a good thing for it. Now, they could also just also isn't one-to-one with hours, et cetera, et cetera, all that fun right. stuff. There, there's all that fun stuff. It, and as I said, it takes more than 10 hours, even for someone who is competent and, you know, has a good history and can do something quickly. Um, a whole rebrand is time consuming because there's a lot of pieces to it. There's research to be done. Um, there's you know, logo, and you need to do every single part of a rebrand. You need to do the logo. You need to do the banners. You need to do the backgrounds. If it's a stream, you need to do every single panel page that they have, which once you have all of the working pieces, it's not as bad, but you still need to make those pieces. And understand that, you know, as a streamer, if someone's like, it's going to be, you know, 500 to $2,000 for like a rebranding thing. Um, mm-hmm you should kind of accept that that's where your price range is going to be for proper work. Mm. Um, if you're like, well, that's a lot of money. Well, if you're a startup business in any other industry aside this one, if you go to a graphic designer or a graphic design firm and say, Hey, I need a branding package for my new business, you know, and I'm a small, I'm going to be a small business, you know, just starting out. They're going to go, okay, cool. It's five to $30,000. Yeah. No, that was actually something we talked about in one of my like art business classes was if depending on who you talk to, you could get like the same quality of work, but you might be paying out the ass for it even. Mm -hmm. And the bigger you are or the more name recognition, like the more name recognition you have as a person or a company, the more you are going to pay because the more the work is worth. Like if Coke buys, says, okay, we're going to develop a new product and we need a new logo for it, and goes to someone to design it, um, that's probably going to cost them twenty to $100,000 for that logo. Well, right? it's like, imagine imagine if McDonald's, right, decided to rebrand from the Golden Arches. Oh, God. Now, that's not like, going to happen in any near future at no. all unless there is some way that you could link them to, like, terrorism or an alt-right group or something, like, evil and bad. Uh, so... 
imagine they were doing that. How much do you think McDonald's is going to pay to change their branding? Not let's not talk about the physical branding that they're changing the signs, the restaurants and everything. How much are they changing? How much are they paying for the logo alone? All right, let's let's do an easy one. Everybody has heard of Pepsi, right? Yes. So Pepsi back in 2014, 15 ish. Oh, um, earlier than that, I think. Um, changed their logo, right? They updated their logo. Now, if you remember, their new logo versus the old logo are super similar. Very. They're not very different. What do you think it cost Pepsi for that logo? $5 million. No. Dang it. Uh, but it is in the millions. It is one, it's a million dollars. It literally cost them a million dollars for that super simple change. Yeah. They just made I it more modern. instead of under. Like, but, and the thing it's is, the same, you know... like, it's just a different shaped swoosh on the light. That's it. That's the whole thing. They gave, um, but like the guy making that, I guarantee went through at least 30 proofs and it took oh, I, so long to get Pepsi to approve one specific thing. I guarantee you that that logo, because I have experience working with companies of this size, um, one, they went to a marketing firm. Oh, absolutely. There's probably at least 10 people working on it um, from start to finish. And there was probably a very strict criteria of what they could do. They were probably told, you have to use these colors. It should be circular. It should be somewhat reminiscent of our old logo or have ties back to that so people understand the brand recognition still. Which, which all of that was accomplished. All that's accomplished. That's all in place. And those are insanely strict working conditions under. Like, mm -hmm. And that's, that's why they're nuts. also paying way more for it as well. Yes, okay. it's brand recognition and like yeah. size. Like that's what it is. Like if a mom and pop shop came and said, "Hey, I need a new logo for my store," that's not going to be the same. Problem. You're not going to charge them a million dollars, even if they went to yeah. the same company that did it. Right. Right. But Copper, would you charge me extra if when I asked you to rebrand my mom and pop store, I also said, "By the way, I need it to be this, 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 and this, and all these different restrictions." Um, Do you charge more for more restrictions, depending on if I got super bad? Generally, no. Um, so if someone, when someone first comes to you and says, hey, here's what I want, here's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking of, and here's the things I want to include or don't include, that's fine. Um, yeah. That's usually not a, a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just part of the job, right? Yeah, of course. Now, when you're going through something, um, typically speaking, on a typical job, um, you'll make your concepts, submit the concepts, and, you know, they'll pick stuff out, stuff like that, ask for changes. And then once they approve the concepts, at that point, they have a certain number of changes they can make um, based on those approved concepts. Yeah. Um, and if they come back and say, hey, change of plans, I need to scrap this and we need to go this direction instead. Cool. Um, at that point, you then basically have to tell the client, it's like, okay, well, that's outside of the scope of the project. So we can start a new one for you. It's the same cost um, as the previous one. But because we're killing the previous job, there's going to be the kill fee involved, which is generally the other 25%. Mm -hmm. um, and that project stopped. And then we'll start this one on. So there'll be 25% deposit on this one again, and we'll go through the process going forward. So being aware as an artist of what's okay and what's not, in terms of how much you're willing to change and what you're willing to do for people. And it can change. Like, I'll do stuff for Dale or Comfy where I don't care how many changes they make. I don't charge them extra for shit like that. Um, 
because you know if they're buddies of mine there's other people i do that for as well also not um, super picky <laughs> there's that too you trust me um there's another thing if you hire an artist dear god trust their opinion please trust uh, your <laughs> artist listen if you're already paying more money than you think you should be for it it's probably for a good reason like part of the thing when you're picking an artist you're picking out someone whose work you already enjoy and that is work that they have put their expertise into so don't try to undermine that expertise and expect a good result um also remember that when you're picking somebody out that if they do this one style of art say it's like super cutesy art you're like oh i really love your art i want to commission you they're like sue cool great uh, what do you want me to do they're like i want you to draw this badass bloodthirsty horrific dragon they'd be like have you looked at my other stuff <laughs> Yeah, like, you, you need you need to find an artist that not only will make what you want, but has a style that you enjoy and yes. will work with what you have. Copper, for example, does pretty much everything, but does really good logo design and a lot of, because he's done a lot of corporate bullshit. Yes. The and that's exactly I, what I needed, so I was like, Copper, help. The reason I have a lot of, like, I don't have a, what I would call a typical style, like a lot of illustrators or some designers do. Like, yeah. um, for example, Khan, Young Khan, who's a great designer. Awesome. Um, I can always spot Khan's work because there is a particular style which Khan does stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, um, which is a very good thing to have as an artist in that sort of industry. Candy. Um, now, I'm what you'd call the commercial artist. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I can design stuff in multiple styles. Uh, and I don't really have a particular style myself. It's a skill set that I developed working in the corporate world. Because you kind of have to. Because people are like, I want this and this and this and these different styles. You just get used to it. Um, but it takes a long time to develop that skill set. So, yeah, you know, I my I bill out based on that experience. Um, yeah. Like, if someone says, hey, can you do this for me? You know, it's just a small job. I look at it and go, yeah, you know, this is what you want. I can have it to an hour, and then I give them the price. They're like, that seems a lot of money for an hour's work. Yeah, because you're paying for max piece at that point. Well, it's right? the way, again, like, in I, one of my favorite classes I took was business, because it just, it was so much just don't take bullshit from people. Yes, and there's that, so, like, just well, so don't one be of the a, was, a pushover. Like, like, if you, if I'm making you a logo, right? Like, if you're charging me for a logo, uh, and I charge you $200 for it, right? You asked me, how many hours does that take you to make in Photoshop? I was like, well, once I figured it all out, it took me two hours to make the logo, right? Very, very generous estimates. Let's let's just play off of it. Yeah. Somebody could ask, well, but then I'm paying you $100 an hour. Why would I do that when you just made it in two? It's like, well, you're also paying for the education and all of the practice and all of the training that I've spent years uh, perfecting and crafting so that you can actually get this end product in two hours and not three weeks. Yeah. Like... I did a whole convention last year in a week, right? All yeah. the signs for a convention in a week, which is an insane amount of work um, because I have a lot of experience in um, in that type of, of design, right? I can make signage and stuff like that pretty quickly, resize stuff pretty quickly because I did it for years, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that reflects in how much money I bill. Like, um, and there are clients I bill less because, you know, per hour because I deal with them so often, so they do get a, a price break based on it. Um, you know, so I'm kind of hoping the that discussion kind of goes forward because 
I'm interested to see in, you know, other people's input and reactions and stuff like that to it. That was a really interesting conversation on art and art and uh, <laughs> art. Uh, they like art business in the world that we live in. That was that was fun. I enjoyed it. You know what else I enjoy? What's that? Finding my friends online. Finding your friends online. Uh, Copper, where where could Comfy find you as a friend on the internet? Um, I mean, to be friends. Um, you can find me at uh, CopperlineDesigns.com or CopperlineArt, CopperlineDesigns, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, respectively uh as a note um because this came up today uh if you are looking to contact me um twitter is a great place to do it uh more so than instagram i do not check instagram nearly as much as i should like it's maybe like for messaging it's like once or twice a week um or just straight up email me at copperline designs at gmail mm. um that's you know the best way of getting a hold of me Dale, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash TV, as well as on the Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at MrVengeanceTV. Uh, that's where we do all of the fun stuff. Comfy, what are you? Where, where are you? Um, God you damn. What are you? He's <laughs> yeah, sad. I, that's, that's what Comfy is. He's sad. I'm I am always sad. I am the saddest boy, and you can find the saddest boy at mixer.com slash sadboyhours, twitter.com slash sadboyhours. That's a lie. Uh mixer.com slash comfortness, twitter comfortness, instagram comfortness. You know, the the name that I have is where you'll find me. Maybe I'll be doing something this week, maybe not. I don't know, but it's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. Uh next week we're gonna be watching Gleipner. Gleipner. Uh, and uh, Black Clover was iffy. It was a thing. It was a <laughs> very much a right. show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, everybody. Oh, my God.